what's up just checking in making sure you're doing what you need to do yeah it's all good over here <laughs> okay bye jimmy hey everybody oh yes Welcome back to the Paid Search Podcast. My name is Jason Rothman. As always, I'm joined by a big old hunk of dry-aged beef. Wow. The great Thank Chris you. Schaefer. It's only Isn't one, that accurate, Chris? There's only one person on this show that is a big old hunk of dry-aged beef. Wow, that's that's it. You are dry-aged beef. <laughs> I, was, I was defrosting some steak in the refrigerator this week, and I looked at it, and it was like, Still frozen, and there was some ice on it, but it had this nice, weird, different coloring because it was had been in the freezer. And I was thinking, like, oh, dry aged beef that saying people always say. And I was like, oh, that's my podcast partner because he's <laughs> got dry humor. Some people does, don't think he has humor, but there's yeah. humor there. It's just, yeah, it's just as dry as it gets. Mm-hmm. You're old, mm-hmm. yep, and you're thick and beefy because you do CrossFit. That's right. <laughs> you're dry, you're dry aged beef. Wow. And, and you even you even gave the uh, adjectives at the front. You were, you know, big, I think you said big, thick. Big old hunk. Big old hunk, that's what it was. Big old yeah. hunk. Well, enough about me. I am also joined by Jason Rotham and the award-winning, always keep you on your toes, Rothman. Jason Rothman. So... I'm a, I'm a little nervous. You nervous? You got butterflies? Yeah, yeah you I know, he's got butterflies, it's kind of a so. test. It's a test day, you know. This is it's like te- you know, like I'm about to walk on stage and perform, and I'm a little, a little nervous, you know. So, well, it'd be nice if you got a little bit nervous for every episode, yeah, and <laughs> decided to perform for every episode. But I'm glad you did it on this one, Chris. For those who don't know, we have promoted a style of building Google Ads campaigns and accounts, new ones, new accounts we get, um, and it, we came to the term lazy man build mm-hmm. which might be too aggressively uninterested in self-promotion so we might have to <laughs> talk about dry a, humor di- a different name <laughs> two, yeah, professionals, humor. <laughs> two professionals who literally our, we're, we're gonna do a lazy man build um where do we send the invoice yeah. so we're gonna have, maybe have to work on that but the lazy man build does get to the heart of the idea behind this style of building out google ads campaigns and it's not a joke it's not a game We'll talk about it, why we do this, um, and why we think it's the right way to start out most Google Ads accounts, at least for us that we're building. We have a five-star review of the week. The reviews have been rolling in, Chris, and oh. they're getting really, oh, really good in terms nice. of the flattery, in terms of yep. uh, the fear I can I can see in their writing, <laughs> in terms of they want to they wanna make sure the flattery does come through. So I do like these reviews. We'll read that. And... Um, it's Lazy Man Build here at the Paid Search Podcast. We're going to build it out this week live on the show. Chris yeah. is going to build it. That's right. Live from a topic that you picked in the Patreon group. And then next week, we're going to talk about where you go after the build in terms of what what comes up, how do you start managing it, and uh, how you get a Lazy Man Build to take off and not be so lazy anymore. But Chris, why don't you kick us off here with a message about Optio, and then we'll get into the review, and then we will announce the industry and start building out this lazy man build right on the show. Guys, the difficulty of doing Google ads, um, I often hear is very commonly contrasted with the simplicity of Facebook. 
The question we hear all the time is, you know, I'm intimidated or I'm overwhelmed with the settings and think, you know, what to check, what to look at. Whereas Facebook is a much simpler platform, much more directional. You say, point at this and you just show ads to it. Okay. At least that's my view as a Google ads manager. I think it's a little more simple. I, Google ads is a highly superior network and we've got the tool to help you with all these settings. Okay. I mean, you guys have been working with Google ads, whether it's been your first client, your first week as a freelancer, your first week with your own campaign and you you're overwhelmed with options. Optio.com slash PSP2 is an opportunity to try a tool designed to simplify Google ads for you. Simplify the process, make the entire thing easier so that you can take your account and improve the performance. Let me give you one example. When's the last time you thought about your frequency cap? on your remarketing campaign. Have you considered what your frequency cap is? Is it, is it set up? Have you have you changed it lately? Have you checked it? Little things like that can go overlooked all the time. Optio helps you remember and and tweak these things without you having to have some massive checklist where you go through and just are overwhelmed with all the options, you don't know what to check, what not to check, all that kind of stuff. So OPTEO dot com slash PSP two for an eight week free trial of this amazing tool. You can try it out for free for eight weeks. OPTEO.com slash PSP two. And just use a little chat box down in the bottom right corner. telling them you heard about their tool on the paid search podcast and they'll give you an eight week free trial. All those other guys out there, they only get four weeks. You'll like it. We recommend it. Great tool to improve your Google Ads performance. Thanks, Chris. Um, we've been doing the show since 2016, over four years into it every single week, sometimes wow. more than that. Uh, for those of you who are new to the show, Chris and I are Google Ads management professionals. We set up and manage Google Ads campaigns. Separately. A little bit of Bing, search engine marketing. Separately, totally Independent. separate. Yeah. Chris always likes to point that out. Yeah. Uh, I'm not officially associated with this man. <laughs> That's important, guys. <laughs> yeah, he is uh, when it comes around each month for the payment. Oh, that's please. Yeah, please. Please, sir. He, please give me my he, money. <laughs> uh, reminds me he's affiliated because sometimes I forget. But uh, just so you know what we have going on, if you go to paidsearchpodcast.com, go to the contact page, you can send us a question. Any kind of question you have about Google Ads, the business of Google Ads, technical stuff in the account. Uh, we answer a lot of the questions that come through. If they're a good fit for our show, every few weeks we do a Q&A episode, so send in your questions there. The first 100 episodes of this show are not in the podcast player feeds. You have to purchase them, but the good news is they're pretty cheap. I think they're just a couple dollars or something like that, and we have a discount if you buy 25 at a time. First 100 are available for sale, paidsearchpodcast.com. Click on the banner on the right side of the page. It takes you to the archive page, the store where you can buy them. And then also we do a weekly after show, the Patreon show. It's every single week. We talk about Google ads. We talk about business. We talk about life. Sometimes there's technical Google ads breakthroughs that we mm. discover and share. And then sometimes it's just a nice little session to talk about life. But uh, we appreciate you joining us there. We're up to almost uh, 300 patrons. And that is a really cool thing. And that show is awesome and uh there's a lot of interaction with our audience there and we we talk to you in the facebook group and and get a lot of ideas and questions 
through there, including today's topic was picked out in the Patreon Facebook group uh, where you can talk to other professionals. But first, I want to thank DB from the United States of America for a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. When you do that, they share our show with more people and it helps us grow. Five stars, really entertaining duo tackles great topics. I stumbled upon the Paid Search Podcast at the end of 2019 while preparing for a road trip. After listening to an episode, I quickly realized not only would I be learning, but laughing too. I listened to 16 hours straight the first time I discovered the podcast. (laughs) Chris and Jason, or as some people say, Jason and Chris, Mm. are class acts and sprinkle in marketing gold for us to enact in our own businesses. Even if I disagree with something that Chris or Jason says on the podcast, they at least back all of their reasoning up with logic. And uh, we appreciate the review. I don't know why you would disagree yeah, with anything. That's, mm, but, um, that's upsetting. But we'll leave that to you. Yeah. Chris, there's a lot of gold sprinkled in this uh, show. And it may not be in the episode titles. It may be hard to find. But it may be 47 and a half minutes into a random episode. But there's <laughs> life-changing and career-changing gold throughout this show. Yeah. And uh, just so you know, I'm a man of my word. I back up what I what I say here on the show. I have now started labeling ad groups with the words green and yellow in parentheses at the end of the ad group. Wow. So for a divorce lawyer, I might have a uh, an ad group that has the word custody for custody lawyer keywords and mm-hmm. stuff. And I have one ad group that says custody and then in parentheses green and one ad group that says custody in parentheses yellow. And I control my bids through there. Green, yellow keywords we talked about a few weeks ago. So beautiful. not only for the audience, but for... Us as well. The show just changes our management and uh, makes us better and better. So, Chris, do you need to throw up or no, do you need to okay. be already, okay? Already did that. Got the butterflies? I'm all right. Let's, uh, I guess we'll go ahead and reveal our build, uh, what we're going to do. Jason? Yeah, so in the Patreon group on, on Facebook, I told everyone we're going to do a Lazy Man build live on the air here. And we need, a, we need an industry. And we picked one out. And I want to thank Alex for leaving this idea. And Alex left left us the idea of a dermatologist. And so that's what we're going to do today. So I'm going to play a little bit. Not, I'm not going to lay it on too thick. I'm not going to get to uh, whatever that word is where you work out your own problems with people. Too existential or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, Role playing kind of, yeah. Catharsis, something uh, like that. I'm not going to work out my issues <laughs> with about clients and all that kind of stuff by playing a client. I'm not going to lay it on too thick, but I am going to play uh cathartic. That's the word. I'm not going to, I'm going to play a client and I won't get too cathartic. I will just keep it pretty much uh, to the point there, but I'm going to be a dermatologist in Boston, mass. Okay. And Chris is going to be an expert Google ads manager who likes to talk about lazy man builds. <laughs> and we're, we're going to, we're going to do a lazy man build live here on the show and show you how easy it is. And at the end of it, you're going to be like, really? <laughs> like, that's yeah. that's what a build that's is right. these days? But Chris, I mean, we got to back this yeah, up. So let's, let's just get into it. Let's lay it out. Where did lazy lazy man builds come from? Uh, we both kind of came to it at the same time. Why did we come to it? What's going on? And and for real, is this really what you and I do with our builds these days? Yeah. All right. So lazy man build is is a bit of an ironic name, but in reality, the reason that we call it that is because we come from a background, and I know Jason definitely went down this road a lot harder than I did using spreadsheets, using Skag builds, 
you know, if you don't know what that is, then thank goodness you're in the right place because we're not going to lead you down that road. You know, highly complex, amazingly difficult builds that require multiple campaigns, splitting things out by device, by geographic area, by high funnel, low funnel. And then that's just the campaigns. Then there's ad groups broken out. You have, you know, something with just two keywords in it, and then you have 1500 more ad groups based on all these other different ideas if the misspellings and and if this something's a phrase match or an exact match these highly complicated builds are counterproductive i mean to keep the the story extremely counterproductive yeah. chris extremely yeah. they're horrible to do they take days and days and if you try to knock it all out in one session it's too like it's too much it's just too much of a hill to climb and there's no payoff and yeah that's exactly it we say, you know, the reason why is not because we're lazy and we don't want to do it. It's because we've realized that we're logical. It's because we're logical. It's because yeah. we can't accept the stupidity of putting all that hard work into something that is not going to affect the outcome. Exactly. So I'm doing sorry. doing all of up. this, <laughs> doing all of this, is a poor way to build a campaign because you don't know what's going to work. I can give you example after example after after example, which. We've done on the show multiple times when we've realized something we didn't expect works in Google Ads, and we never would have known that, or we had already disqualified that and added it as a negative keyword or blocked it or not even targeted it, and we would have never known that it was successful unless we would have done a very basic, I don't know what's going to work type of approach. But, you know, calling a build, I don't know anything yet, so I'm going to throw everything at the wall and see what works, that's not a good name. So we just ironically call it a lazy man build. And we're going to explain what that looks like in this live Google ads build. Yeah, Chris. And it's not even, I'll take it a step further. It's not even, oh, I don't know what's going to work. So I want to keep it open when I start. It's, I know better than every single human being. Literally, I mean that every single person on the planet, including you, no offense, <laughs> but I got to keep my ego up. Right. I'm sure. in business it's here. Fine. I got to be confident in, in, Better than anybody on the planet, I know how this Google Ads search campaign to generate leads for whatever service business you have is going to work out. I know what's going to work. So it's not that I don't know what's going to work. It's that I know what's going to work, but I also know stuff comes up. I also know stuff's always changing. I also know sometimes there are surprises. I want to be open to definitely seeing what's going to work and what's going to be work working better than I thought it could. And and just one of the things that sucks about a non-lazy build is you box yourself in. There's nowhere to go once you start. You have all those ad groups. You have all those ads, all those keywords, all those campaigns. And it's hard to read the data. It's hard to make good decisions. And so we just love the beauty of simplicity. So let's get kicked off here with our lazy build. We are a dermatologist in Boston. And we are in... A little town, not right on the water there, the, as far east as Boston gets, but just, you know, a couple miles in, little town, and but it's the Boston area. We're dermatologists. We want to start doing Google Ads. We've done it in the past. It didn't work out. We didn't know what we were doing. We got frustrated, but now we see our competitors doing. We know people search for dermatologists on Google, and we want to be there. We have hired the great Chris Schaefer. We have told him that, of course, dermatologists, keywords we want to show up. We have told him that acne searches are one of our biggest service lines. We have told him that eczema, 
is one of our biggest service lines and skin cancer screenings. A lot of people want to get screened for that and we provide that service and those are the main topics that we want to hit. Now, we also have lots of different services that maybe people aren't searching for that much, but we have a budget of $2,000 a month and we want to hit these four topics the most. So we're going to start out with those topics. So that's what we've told our Google Ads manager here. And so Chris, settings, we're going to skip over and maybe talk about in Patreon a little bit because they're very specific to the client in terms of location, in terms of the partner network, in terms of languages, ad rotation, and all that, in terms of budget. But we did say $2,000 a month. But settings are just going to be so specific to each advertiser. They don't really fit in terms of an overall build episode here. Okay. But let's talk about campaigns and let's start building them. Um, are you going to build me a campaign for each of the 30 different towns mm. around my location that people are searching for a dermatologist from? I've been reading some blogs. Oh, boy. Speaking as a client now. <laughs> and I've been told this is the way to go. So are we going to be doing that? And, uh, Chris, let's start building here in the account. I'm watching, I'm watching uh, the same account as he's building this, by the way. We want to prove that you can do an effective build yeah. in one hour. All right. So... Great question, you pretend client person that's not actually Jason, because Jason actually knows better. Uh, but um, for the sake of uh, everyone listening, we'll explain, absolutely not. I would not build a separate campaign uh, for every geographic area, um, because let's assume that this client has one location. And one location means that uh, there is a radius in an area of people that are going to be willing to drive. You know, if that's 100 miles, if that's 50 miles, is that if that's 20 miles, there's going to be a radius that is going to be exclusive to however far they're going to reach. You know, some people are just not going to drive that far. If they have multiple locations, that's a different instance. But for this example, one location, so one campaign. Honestly, for a $2,000 campaign for a medical facility with like this, and we can't do remarketing because I'm not going to be able to remarket for this. So surprise number one, this lazy man build is going to be one campaign. I am going to build one campaign for this entire thing. So if we happen to be in a little suburb or whatever it is called Medford Mass, Chris, okay, and we can zoom in on that. There's tons of different little like towns around here. Uh, Win Winchester, Malden, Somerville, Cambridge, so people, maybe we are going to target them, but if you start building out a campaign for each of, say, 15 locations around this one little town, mm. uh, $2,000 a month divided by 15 locations is going to be $133 a month per campaign for 15 campaigns. And you divide that by 20 business days a month, we're talking $6 a day budgets. So that just gives you an example of why, yes, a search campaign can handle it. One search campaign can handle multiple areas. And the thing is, most people are going to be searching for dermatologists near me, dermatologists, whatever they want to put after that. And just because you don't have specific locations for each campaign and you do like a radius or you target multiple locations in one campaign, doesn't mean you can't target those keywords. So we can cover a radius that also covers Malden Mass. And if someone searches dermatologist in Malden, and we know they'll also travel to Medford for that, 
we can have a keyword that says dermatologist in Malden. So there's nothing about the location that holds you back in terms of the keyword. So we got one search campaign going. Um, Chris, inside of a search campaign are ad groups. We got to know what ad groups we want to target. So I guess let me give you the services again. The main services I want to hit is a client. Mm -hmm. And then I want you to tell me what ad groups you're going to build as we're talking here and and justify what, what makes an ad group worth an ad group. Like what are you trying to accomplish with an ad group blocking stuff off? So obviously I know I want dermatologist searches and just flipping back between the client and the best Google Ads manager in the world. Obviously those mean like dermatologist near me, uh, dermatologist clinic, stuff like that. I want acne searches. That's a service line. I want eczema searches. That's a service line that we want to focus on. And the fourth one are skin cancer screenings. So those are the four lines of business that I told you I want to focus on. Are you going to build out an ad group for eczema Walden, Massachusetts, eczema Medford, Mass, mm. or one ad group for eczema? Walk me through your your ad group process here. Okay. So first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to take each of the categories that the client has given and I'm going to build an ad group on those. So immediately I'm going to, to say there's going to be four ad groups. Okay. There might be more, but to start off with, I'm probably just going to build four acne, eczema, skin cancer screenings, and dermatology. Okay. So the dermatology is kind of a catch all, right? That's going to obviously catch a lot of things that include the word dermatologist near me, dermatologist, clinic, you know, stuff like that. Local dermatologist. A bunch of geos, all the geos. Dermatologist Medford, der dermatologist. Are you going to put in the same ad group? Because you got some little pros out there that would pick a bone with this and they say they need skags. Dermatologist Medford, Massachusetts. Dermatologist Walden, Massachusetts. You're going to throw those geo keywords in the same ad group. Or I guess maybe, let me hold off on that, my bad. We'll talk about that on keywords because now I'm thinking of the shocking truth <laughs> that you're about to give me in terms of those geo keywords. And oh man, that one even I've had to get uh, over the hurdle there because that's a hard hard pill to swallow. So we'll talk about that. But so ad groups, Chris, you got the dermatology one. What else you got? Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to have, uh, the dermatology is going to capture all the dermatology stuff. Now, the importance of the other ad groups, you say, well, Chris, if they type acne dermatologist, right? Which one's that going to go to? The other ad groups are designed to capture things that go beyond just the core term. So you might label the dermatology ad group dermatology core, you know, or or core campaign, main campaign, something like that, because it is designed to bring in something that is not qualified beyond just dermatologist and a geographic reference to Medford or something immediately close to Medford or near me, right? So if they type acne dermatologist near me, it should go to the acne campaign. If they type dermatologist near me, it should go to the dermatologist. I said campaign. I mean ad group. It should go to the acne ad group. And if they type just dermatologist, it should go to dermatologist ad group. Okay? We're segmenting things because there's an inherent value difference between acne dermatologist and dermatologist near me. Because when someone searches acne dermatologist... They want to see an ad that references and relates to what they're searching for. So the ad copy should be acne dermatologist. And the landing page they land on should reference acne dermatologist. This is 
the core of quality score. This is the core of relevancy. This is the secret to Google ads that is not really a secret, right? It's about having relevant keywords and segmenting your information. And the big thing is you don't need to segment it 1600 ways. Segment it based on these basic inherent Topic. topics that are service lines. that are, yeah service lines that are already going to be told to you by your client by your web page you know by your boss who's telling you what they want to advertise that's it start with that and building the keywords i think our audience will see is relatively simple from there now chris the thing with the ad groups you so you're going to have an ad group for dermatologists, which includes dermatologists near me, which might include the geo keywords. We'll talk about that. Uh, and also is going to serve as that home base ad group where if you're trying out a, a keyword or search term, you find, you know, the ads in that dermatologist are going to basically be acceptable to any kind of search because they're your core ad group there. But then you're going to have one for acne, one for eczema, one for skin cancer. So from my point of view, Chris, when I'm thinking about the service line ad groups, so if a client told me acne is important, that's its own business line I want to focus on. It deserves, so there's a few reasons why it deserves its own ad group. Cause we're trying to keep the ad groups as small as possible. Cause it's a lazy build and that helps us. We'll talk about it, but that helps us with the management going forward and that kind of stuff. But I am adding more ad groups here. I'm adding four, not just one, because you have something like acne, a word like acne treatment, acne treatment, Medford Mass, Acne Treatment Boston, those searches are not going to be picked up by dermatologist searches in the dermatologist ad groups. Mm -hmm. So when I think about ad groups and really trying hard not to make them, but then actually knowing when I need to make them, there's a few kind of uh, checklists I go down. Number one are the searches. Are the keywords not going to trigger my ads in any of my existing ad groups? And if not, then I need an ad group if it's an important service line. So for an example, acne dermatologist, you might trigger that one in the dermatologist ad group, but acne treatment keywords, you're not going to trigger in the dermatologist uh, ad group. Yeah. So that's one reason. Another reason is like you said, the ad copy. If someone's searching specifically about acne and that's important to the advertiser, we can control the ad copy with the ad group and promote that it's acne treatment. And then also the landing page of the ads we can force them to go to the acne treatment page if we think that's a good page. And then the third reason are bids. I get clients all the time, Chris, where in this kind of example, they, they may go, Hey, the, the skin cancer treatment, don't, I like doing that, but it's not very profitable for us. I want to make sure we're showing up number one and getting the most possible from acne searches before we spend on other stuff. Or I just want to know I'm number one all the time on acne so what I can do is I can control the bids at the ad group level a lot easier than controlling them at the keyword level with potentially hundreds of keywords as time goes on. And I can go, boom, this is only going to affect the acne keywords. It's the acne ad group. I'm going to increase the bids there, focus on the search impression, share top and absolute top at the ad group level. So I like controlling things at the ad group for bids. So because of that, ad copy, landing page, getting your ads to show up on the right searches and controlling things with bids. In this case, we would only need four ad groups to start. Dermatologist, acne, eczema, and skin cancer. So Yeah, I mean, that's that, I mean that that should be uh, hopefully a revelation to many people and a sigh of relief 
for many people. Well, a lot of people aren't going to be able to handle it. So I want you to explain how you can justify this because a lot of people are going to go, okay, but someone is going to do the search, acne treatment, Medford, Mass, and someone is going to do the search, acne treatment, Boston. Mm -hmm. And I want my ads to match those searches. So I'm going to build out an acne Medford ad group. I'm going to build out an acne Boston ad group. Mm. How do we justify not doing that from the start in terms of risk versus reward, in terms of cost versus benefit? Okay. So in this example, the client only has one office. You only offer, think about it as, as a product, you only offer as a product a office visit in one location. You do not want to misrepresent your product by saying anything outside of where you are. So either you say you're in Medford or you say you're in Boston. Maybe you can say both, you know, Boston area. Or you say serving the Boston metro area sure. or however people in Boston refer to it. Yeah, it's only... DFW, that would be Dallas-Fort Worth. Yeah, I mean, there's only one way to convey where you are. You can't misrepresent and say that you are in another area. You would have no... There is no inherent value in bringing people who are searching for a different geographic area. You know, Malden is right next to Medford, right? If someone searches Malden... That's next to it, but that person lives there. I'm looking at the map, and there's tons and tons of roads and neighborhoods here. They're going to know that Medford's right next to them. Why say it's in Malden? Then they land on the webpage, and you have mis miscommunicated, misled them to think that you're they're in Malden. You know, say it's in Medford, and if they click it, well, why don't why don't you buy landing? Why don't why don't you buy a hundred landing pages from us for a hundred dollars <laughs> a pop, ten thousand dollars, and we can build you out. A page that says Malden, <laughs> Mass. Well, yes, it's like in a in a world where time and money didn't uh -huh, exist, uh -huh. you can take this to the to the extreme. But in a world where time and money exist, having an ad group where the ad headline specifically says mm. acne treatment Malden to match the search that says acne treatment Malden to go to a page that says acne treatment Malden. Okay, in theory. Yes, you can say that's better, but in reality, $2,000 a month budget, just getting started. Maybe acne treatment Malden is going to be five impressions that month and no clicks. And maybe it's not worth it to the advertiser to spend money on landing pages when you can just use common sense. Someone searches for a dermatologist in the Boston metro area and they happen to be in Malden right next to Medford and they the ad says all your qualifications, all the reasons why someone would want to go to your website for acne treatment, they go to your website and then they see that you're located five minutes away in Medford when they want to contact you. It's common sense, yep. business, consumer stuff, how we all go about our day to day. I've never done a search and go, oh, that search matches my search exactly. So I'm <laughs> going to click on that one and then go, oh, they don't have that exact keyword as the headline on the landing page. I'm going to bounce off the page because it didn't match my search exactly. That's not the way the real world works. And there's a cost benefit to everything. It takes time to do a build. It takes money to do landing pages. So that's how we think about it. Yeah. Okay. So Jason, I think uh, we're good to to move on to, to keywords here, right? Filling up these ad groups. Yep. Okay. All right. So I'm going to tell you guys, and this I get a little, you know, a little sad about because, I mean, I feel like I'm giving away some some secrets here, but 
one of the questions we get a lot is, Chris, do you guys pay for these hundred dollar, you know, massive, you know, subscription things that you can do uh, for keyword research? You know, do you do you pay for these things so you can dump in a whole bunch of keywords and immediately, if you heard what we talked about at the uh, about the ad groups, you would know the answer is no. There's absolutely no place for 400 keywords to be dumped into these four ad groups. I am not going to put a hundred keywords in each of these ad groups, many of which would not even fit because there's probably a ton of keywords that don't even fit one of these four categories. So in reality, here's what I do. I grab a keyword uh, and I put it in broad match, pure broad match. I put that one keyword in. I'm going to, I'm going to, Jason, uh, you know, you're, I know you're watching kind of as I, I do some stuff here. I'm going to look at the acne campaign. So acne treatment near me, I'll put that one in, right? And then I'll save that to an ad group. I'll write an ad and put the ad in the ad group. So now Google has one keyword broad match and an ad with a landing page in it. And I'll save that whole thing. Then I'll go back into the ad group, add more keywords in this beautiful entirely free from the source. I mean, you know, you, you drink water coming down from a mountain. I mean, you know, it's just pure source. This is this is from Google. Google's giving you keyword research entirely free right in your in in, in Google Ads itself. And why w- I don't see any reason to pay for, you know, super expensive search uh, keyword search tools at this time. We're talking about new keyword builds, new ad now, builds. Now, where are you getting these keywords? Is this the what we used to call the big red button that's now blue and not as effective? Right. <laughs> yeah, way to water the, it down. The medium size, not as effective blue button. Yeah, the somewhat watered down, no longer segmented by topics and in amazing segmented topics and keywords that it used to have. Yeah, now we have one giant Blue. list with pluses. Um, yeah, it's sad. So so this is in the keywords area, search keywords. Mm-hmm. You click on the blue button to add them. You already have those pure broad match keywords, which I'm going to have to ask you about in a second. Yep. Uh, but you have, everyone needs to listen closely because I don't know if that's going to be the way it ends up. But right now you have pure broad keywords and you click the blue button. And so are you just scrolling this list on the right side to find more acne keywords. Yeah, when we're in the acne ad group, exactly. Okay. And 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 here and it, going back to Jason's uh, Jason's green therapy uh, theory that we talked about a few weeks ago. You're looking for, and I'm not uh, Jason. I I will not go into what's a good keyword and what's a bad keyword. We have driven that horse into the ground. So you pick the good keywords. Okay, pick the good keywords here, and also. This is a wonderful tool for finding negative keywords. And if you check your negative keywords, Jason, you'll see that I already grabbed a couple. Well, actually only one, but there's many more that you could add. Immediately when I was looking through this, I saw facials. You know, people that want to do a treatment, an acne facial treatment. So I immediately add facials as a negative keyword because this is not a beauty place. You know, I'm not looking for uh, cosmetic services. These are medical services that we want to be advertising. So look for negative keywords, find the green, maybe the yellow, maybe the red, go back and listen if you want to know more about that. Um, But uh, that's it. And I'm going to add, maybe I add 10 keywords and they're all going to be entirely broad. And then from there, pure broad. uh, Yeah, they're, they're absolutely pure broad. No pluses, 
No quotes, no brackets, nothing. Pure broad. I'm going to scroll through this list a couple times. I'm going to click see more so that I can, you know, reload the list and get even more data until I find a decent amount, maybe add about 10 keywords, and then I'm going to stop right there. And and that's it. And now the point after that is to then add the modifications to those keywords. I don't necessarily think I want to get into that on this because that's super detailed, but modifications to those keywords to ensure that they are then now green, yellow, or red accordingly. So a few questions. So are these pure broad keywords, are you going to leave them broad or are you going to change them to phrase and exact? Oh, good question. Well, What's with this broad thing? I don't. I don't. I'm not following. Okay, gotcha. He's he, he's playing the client role right now. No, I'm literally not. Oh, I'm literally not. Oh, you're not. Oh, okay. My bad. No, like I think I know where you're going. Like you're going to highlight everything and change broad to phrase and exact. Well, every is is that what you're doing? Yeah. Here? So it's it's kind of like that. So what I do is, for example, I'm going to add one more keyword in here so you can see it. So I'm looking at five keywords. Uh, four of them have four words or more. Okay. They want, you know, they'll say acne treatment near me, acne specialist near me, acne dermatologist near me, acne doctor. Okay. Near me, right? Those have four words or more in them, rather long keywords. All those four, I'm probably going to put a modified broad on those in some way. I'm probably not going to make them phrase. I'm probably going to start with modified broad because I don't know exactly what kind of searches I'm going to get, I'm going to start with modified broad. I'm probably going to put a plus on two of those words. Acne dermatologist. Acne specialist, acne dermatologist, acne treatment. Right, right. Those are the pluses that I would put on. Now for the one, you'll see one word in there that's just one keyword that's two words, acne dermatologist. As you'll remember, I would definitely call that a possible yellow keyword because it's only two words long i'm a little concerned that's yellow as bright as the sun yeah. in my it, it's a I'm little staring at the sun and my eyes are being blinded <laughs> it's a little concerning so for that i'm gonna choose something more restrictive i might do phrase match or i might do exact match only for something like that because if i put that word as a modified broad uh keyword it could blow up and get a whole lot of stuff that i you know i don't necessarily want to spin that much so that's the idea. Go back to listen to our Green Theory, uh, as Jason talked about, which was a great cornerstone of Google Ads uh, keywords and, and choosing them. But that's the idea. I might end up with 10 of these words, and that's it. That's where I'm going to end this. And then next week, as you said, Jason, we'll talk about what that starts to look like and what the goal is. But I'm going to duplicate that for eczema, acne, skin care screenings, and dermatology in, a, in every ad group. I'm going to make sure that those keywords, the keywords that are in that ad group, are only going to get searches that qualify for acne, eczema, skin cancer screening. They're going to have to include those. It it can't just say dermatologist. The acne ad group cannot get the word dermatologist in it just by itself. It has to include acne or acne treatment or acne doctor treatment treatment. Or something like that. It has to include acne. And this uh, possible yellow one, acne dermatologist, you're going to put a modifier on acne and then leave the word dermatologist unmodified? Oh, no. I'm going to put that as a, either a phrase match or an exact match. Acne dermatologist. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So, Chris, uh, very interesting with the keywords. I think people would wonder, like, how do you do keyword research? For you, it sounds like you are 
you know, the system changed. It went from red to blue, yep. the button there. Yep. But you're still sticking with, you love that system so much that you're still doing that. And I, I, I see the benefit of that because it's inside the account. It's all in one place. Google's telling you how people search for things right there. Um, I like that. One thing I like about it is you can do smart negative keywords right from there. So I would just use a pen and paper or have a different window open. Sure. And as I'm going through that list, I would find the ones that I don't want to show up on that I could show up on because Google's saying they're related. I think that's effective because you can add as many negative keywords as you want, but it doesn't matter if you're not going to show up on those searches uh, at all. It's just like, it just doesn't matter. But you're actually getting to the point with your negative keywords. Hey, I'm going to add the ones that I know right off the bat I'm at risk of mm -hmm. showing up on. So I like that. Uh, for myself, I find myself doing two things with keyword research on lazy builds. One, I go to the client's website. Uh, I see what's going on. That's where I got the word acne treatment, just looking at this website we're looking at. Uh, that's not something I would have thought of off the top of the head. But I look at it there and I'm like, oh, yeah, acne treatment. And the reason I wouldn't have thought about it, because I never think about acne treatment or dermatologists, but now that I'm on their site, I see it. But I'm mind reading here. You're about to tell me, but hey, it was on the blue keyword exactly. list. Exactly. It was. And that's what's hey, so but cool. But you know what? That That's the beauty of our of our show here. We do things a little bit different yeah. on the technical, like we're doing different things, but but we have the same goal. And that's showing up on the relevant searches that people are actually searching for. So the follow-up that I do, Chris, once I look at the website and get ideas... I do Google searches. And so I guarantee you, if you do searches like dermatologist, dermatologist for acne, at the bottom of the page in the suggested searches, there's probably going to be acne treatment that pops up at some point. And that's where it would have cued me to sure. uh, to target those. So yeah. let's talk about match types real quick. The way I go about it is I'm, I'm very, I just don't mind making exact and phrase match at the same time. I just don't mind. Sure, it. that's fine. And broad match modified. I have some tools that I use where I can modify all the words. So I do all three match types. Okay. Um, the way I think about it is I just think about the the search in terms of being green. So for the example with the acne ad group, I don't want keywords like how to remove acne. I don't want keywords like how to make acne go away. All those informational searches they're not part of a lazy build. They will come with time mm -hmm. with yellow ad groups. Good point. But when I start off a lazy build, it's all green ad groups. So I want the word treatment. I want geo keywords in there. So Boston, Medford, I'll add some of those just because sure. it's easy to type them out, yeah. you know. I'll add the word near me. I'll add the word doctor. I'll add the word clinics, office. And then the thing with acne treatment, uh, eczema treatment. Hmm. It is a word where it's like acne treatment, phrase match could be yellow, but at the same time, a lot of people are going to be searching acne treatment and then will want someone locally. So one, one of the things I struggle with, and there's no right answer, I block off too many searches when I do a build sometimes. Mm. And I might put in the words acne treatment, doctor, near me, geo keywords, office, clinic, and I might not do the word acne treatment, phrase match. And then I might struggle to spend my client's budget. Yeah. And so then I might have to duplicate that ad group with the yellow keyword and acne treatment. So just depends what you like. But I we have not talked about this before. I do like your broad match modified strategy where you're trying to do the same thing I'm doing, only show up when someone is actually searching for a place to go to as opposed to informational. And you're just getting the job done 
fast, like a butcher in a meat shop, just boom. <laughs> That's right. How do I, I I'm learning, I'm learning from cool. you, Chris. Here. Yeah. I'm learning from you because I've, I've, I've been struggling this on my, with this on my builds. I've been like, how do I show up on the doctor specialist near me searches, but at the same time, not block stuff off, but then not be too open with a word like acne treatment phrase match. I like what you did with the broad match modifiers. You know, they're going to come in looser than you want anyway, given the variants. Why not just start off this way? I lo- dude, this is, I am going to change what I do based on this with the broad match modifier. To be clear, what you like is the fact that I just have two words with a plus on them. And then the others are left wide open. I don't put a plus on. I like that any kind of geo search that someone does, Medford, Walden, Uh, Brookline, Boston, any search that they do along with the word acne treatment or along with the word acne specialist, in that case, actually acne special. Here's another one you could do. You could do the word acne treatment, broad match modified on both. Massachusetts modified mm-hmm. or MA mm-hmm. modified mm-hmm. or MA not modified or Massachusetts not modified or Boston not modified right. or modified. And then you can show up on searches like acne treatment MA modified might show up on acne treatment Walden Mass. Yep, it could. Not modified MA or not modified Massachusetts might protect you and you'll only show up on those geo searches, but you'll show up on all the geo searches. I like the ability to play around with that with the broad match modified, but we have the same goal is how do we make sure that someone doing that search actually is looking for a place to go and give their money in the Massachusetts metro, Boston metro area, as opposed to someone who wants a blog article or YouTube video about how to remove your acne or how to clean your face for acne at night. So we're trying to protect ourselves. And if we're talking lazy builds, getting it done as fast as possible, leaving yourself open to showing up on a ton of great search terms that you can add eventually, but also protecting yourself. I mean, you're taking the modified strategy and running with it. I like that. I like that broad match modified because it's open enough, but it protects you enough. And I think that's going to influence the way I do initial keywords going forward. So Chris, you're doing that with your keywords. You're throwing stuff in there. You're not, what I like is you're not worried. I like the casualness. You're like, hey, I'm going to protect myself. It's not a, pr- it, I can't control everything. Some bad stuff's going to sneak through. Some stuff I'm not targeting yet is going to sneak through. I want that. Yep, I do. But I know I'm going to have some negatives I'm going to catch. Yeah. But I know I'm going to find a bunch of great keywords this way. So let's just do it. I, lo- I love that. You're like a bull rider. You're like, yeah, I'll wear my helmet, but I'm getting on this bull. Let's go. <laughs> Open the gate. Eight seconds, baby. So Chris- Talking about bidding, how how do you set your bids? Are you setting them at the keyword level? Are you setting them at the ad group, manual, automatic? And how do you know the number? This is not easy stuff. Yeah, I mean, we could rename this whole podcast to manual PPC, you know, because we are the manual kings. You know, I mean, it's insulting to think that I would do something like this. No, 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 no. I'm the king. You're the That's prince. That's right. No, I was the queen. You said I was your queen. You, you do not. To, you said I was your queen. Okay. You can be the queen. Okay. You like being the queen. That's, you can be the queen. Thank you. Chris, you're not the That's king true. Emmanuel. I'm the king of Emmanuel. And I, I, wear that, I wear that burden. <laughs> it's heavy on my shoulders, but I wear it. You don't wear it. You, king I, and queen. I get on here and talk about manual and you're like, eh, I don't know, 25% of the time I do automatic and I'm like, 
0.25000 of the time I do automatic. So please don't call yourself the king. But what what so where do you start with the lazy build? Are you starting on max clicks? Cuz that's pretty oh, lazy. Oh gosh. No, that's or a good point. Are you starting on manual? This is the one thing that you cannot be lazy on. I it's a good distinction to draw here because absolutely I am not going to go with max uh CPC. I'm not going to go with automatic bidding. I'm going to go with manual and that's because I have to at least put the gas down and and push the pedal to the metal on things that are important and pull back and hit the brakes on things that are not. And I cannot allow Google to just start bidding on things without some type of authority on how much things are worth to me. So the client told me acne is important. And I know dermatology is going to be important, but there's going to be a whole lot more volume. So I might put, I'm not going to give numbers on this because I don't really know what the numbers would be. But let's say highest bid might be the acne campaign and the dermatology campaign. Uh, sorry, I'm going to take that back. Acne campaign might be the highest. Next down would be dermatology because uh, it's going to have a high volume. So I don't have to worry about volume Higher as volume. much. Yeah. So I can bid a little bit lower. And then the eczema and the skin cancer, those might be... Uh, tertiary that might you know might be a little bit lower than dermatology that's where i might start it, it depends it depends what the advertiser told you it depends yep. what they told you is the most valuable i also of course do manual what i like about it chris is you're throwing in broad match modified keywords you're gonna get a ton. You think you know how they're gonna show yeah. up but you don't know for sure exactly what's going to come in and stuff might be too loose looser than you want you can you can pull that lever down with the with the manual bids. You can go whoa 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 way off the gas on this one, increase the gas on that one. So I like that. In terms of bids, lazy bids, lazy builds, people are going to go yeah, but you do have to put in bids. How do you know? Here's what's lazy, Chris. Five bucks. Yeah, sure. Let's call it five yep. bucks. See what happens. It's not permanent. What happens the first day? You can, yeah, you it's not permanent. Change you can change it, it, it any time. Twenty four hours. Let it run like that for a day or two. You're not going to. You know, I've only lost one client in two days. So very rarely <laughs> does it happen that you're going to get fired in those first two days. But uh, And that was more of a personality. Yeah, that was more of a clash. Just fit. we didn't like yeah. each other. <laughs> you, you didn't like each other going in, but you thought you needed each other. Right, you got money and I have the like skill. Let's just do it. Much. I hate you, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah, so with uh, with manual and, and bids, you just, you know, you can always... You can start low. If you're not showing up high enough, not spending your budget, you can raise them. Uh, so ad group keyword level, I love the ad group bids that you taught me. That's how I've been managing it. And hey, lazy build, four ad group topics. You throw in your keywords. Now it comes time to do the builds. Four bids. That's yeah, all you need. Excuse done. me, time to do the bids. Right. That's all you you're need done. is four bids. So, huh. Dermatologist, that's going to be higher volume, but not as valuable as acne. That's what the client told me. Okay, number. Acne is valuable, number. Cancer screening, Boom. skin cancer screening, number, eczema, number. Done. That was 10 seconds. <laughs> Done. Exactly. That's what's beautiful about it. It so. is. It's it's because, but and, and it, to reiterate, it's because you don't know. You don't know until you know. You don't know what's going to be valuable. You don't know about the volume. You don't know about competition until you start getting the facts. Get to the facts faster with with this and we didn't bring this up at the top of the show chris but this is the this is this is what brought me over the edge on the on the lazy builds and brought me to the bright side i just did bidding in 10 seconds i didn't research the industry i i used my experience i used my knowledge that i can always go up i can go up in 10 more seconds it doesn't take long to increase sure. your bids so i just did bids in 10 seconds we just did keywords and we can probably do it in about 10 15 minutes we did ad 
group breakdown in five minutes. And so all this stuff adds up to a very short period of time. And what that allows you to do is click the button at the campaign level that goes from paused to enable, Boom. and you can start running your ads. You can run your ads after an hour and start getting data, start building quality score history, start getting through <laughs> Meanwhile, your process. everyone else is still importing their keyword list. From their amazing, they're still they're still sketching out landing. <laughs> they're pages. still having meetings. They're still in their second meeting about what the keyword should be and how do you feel about this. And meanwhile, I'm making I'm making money. I, I'm making money. I'm getting phone calls for the client. Okay, we like when you make money, but the clients make. That's money. what I meant. The advertiser has mean. their ads on Google. Are they the the most perfect search term quality? Is that ratio of good search terms to bad ones at the 97 to 99% level that we like after managing an account for a few months? No, it's not going to be there. Maybe it's at like the 70 to 75% level, but that's still good. They're still getting business from their Google Ads campaign. Well, the other advertisers in landing page meetings, they're in build account processes, they're in check-ins about the build and the weeks go by, the months go by, and we're out here getting patience for the client. So now let's talk about ads, Chris. Lazy ads, is it one ad? Is it three ads? Uh, responsive, ETA, wh where do you go there? So short answer is I go with uh, ex expanded text ads um, and I don't do responsive yet. Uh, I don't really like to do responsive. I like to make my determination on what brings in the uh, the client, you know? Uh, what brings in the click? Is it because this is a Medford clinic or is it because of their online booking? Or is it because of their telehealth? Or is it because of their pricing? Or is it because of the doc? The people like to see the doctor's name uh, in there. They know that they're you know going to talk and, and get with the local professional. You know, I, I make that determination first, and then okay, I'll let Google have a little play on some of the responsive stuff after. But I at least like to have a little bit of control, and I might build two or three of those ads. And, uh, you know, it's a longer answer to that and how those look, but I mean, that's what I like to do. I like to make my own decisions about my ad copy and not just throw it up to the responsive ad right at the beginning. Okay. So Chris, what I like to do with ads is, uh, same way. I don't like responsive ads that much and I don't do them at the beginning. I like the control of expanded text ads. So the question is, uh, how many and where do you get your ads? ad copy. What I like to do is I like to get my, this is a lazy build. This is get up and launch and let's start getting some traffic. I like to build one. Yeah, you heard that right. One to four ads per ad group. One to four. Sometimes okay. it's one. Sure. Sometimes it's four. I don't yeah. know why. Sometimes well, because things happen. Sometimes there's not as much volume. You know, the, the, the eczema stuff, I looked, I was looking through the keywords. There's not as much volume on eczema. I was looking through some of these, the, the keyword stuff when, when I was doing the build wasn't a whole lot of dermatologist eczema stuff. There's a whole lot of lotion and cure and remedy, you know, which is not a good sign. You know, I, I'm going to talk about it in Patreon. I launched a massive build. I'm talking, Chris. Oh, I know. I'm talking numbers. You can't count that I high, can't. like massive. You didn't know there was this much money in the world. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm running campaigns that are the GDP of a small developed country. So, and, and you know what I did? You know what I did with them, Chris? I did one ad in the ad group and I'll explain oh, why. Oh, man. Uh, in Patreon, and it's working great, and the clients, their jaws of on the Of course they're happy. With how good it's yeah. working. So I like one to four. Sometimes one, for particular reasons I'll talk about in Patreon, but usually three or four. Now, the question is, how do you do that fast? For me, Chris, it's Google Ads Editor. I go boom, 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 add an ad, add four ads. It creates four ads, and then here's how I build it out very quickly. I put in my final URLs, and then what I do is I, I create descriptions, and 
check me if I'm wrong here, Chris, but the description part of the ads, I get that content from a client's website open on Saturdays, serving Boston since 19, whatever we serve the entire Boston Metro, whatever information you have about the advertiser from the website. I use that to create my descriptions and I copy and paste those headlineless ads that just have final URLs, just have descriptions across all four ad groups. So I'll create Absolutely. three to four ads yep. with three to four distinct descriptions. Sometimes description of one and two will be different across different ads. Sometimes it's the same, but I flip the location of it. Um, but I create three to four ads. I create my descriptions. My descriptions are ad group agnostic. How's that oh. for a PhD phrase? Oh, man. They're ad group agnostic. Absolutely. And what that allows me to do is very quickly get ads in every ad group and then the easy part, the part that matters when people see the ad with the big blue headline, I can customize my headline one and two at the ad group level. I do that all through editor, takes maybe 10 minutes. Do you think that's effective enough, but also lazy enough for a lazy build? What you've essentially said, if you work backwards on that, and at first, I absolutely agree, wholeheartedly agree. I'm totally with you. But just take this, because we're gonna, we're gonna kind of come to the point, like what we haven't talked about, to put this in perspective, Jason and I agree that the most time spent with this build is often with the ad copy, writing the ads. He talked about 10 minutes. You know, most of the time I spend a lot of times with ad copy that more, more so than I do figuring out super complex build outs of ad groups and how many keywords and is this a good keyword? I know overall keyword building and ad group building might take more than 10 minutes, but when it comes down to it, if I break those into sections, it took me five minutes to do the ad group. But then it took me 10 minutes to do the the ads and, and read through the client's website and figure out that kind of stuff. Proportionally, that's what I'm saying, keywords versus ads. But you know that the ads take the most time because they're important, they of course, because that's the only thing the public sees. Yeah. And that's how you can get a good click-through rate and all that. It is important. And, of course, what's in the ad copy also influences the amount of conversions you get, the priming people to convert. Uh, so ad copy is very important. That's why it takes time, but it also takes time because just technically writing out ads as big as they are now, that takes time too. And so that's why on a lazy build, I like my ad group agnostic descriptions because then I can just paste them to each ad group and then focus on the headlines because we don't know if eczema doesn't get any searches compared to acne or skin cancer screening is just going to be very low volume. And why, why put the same amount of time and resources in the ad group copy for different ad groups? If it turns out acne is going to be the one that makes the client all the money and is going to get 80, 90% of the volume, you'll see that as week one, week two, month one, month two goes by. And then you can take an hour, two hours, really drilling down on some description ad copy uh, for that ad group. So Chris, you're going to tell us about Optio, then we're going to close out with the things that don't really matter in a lazy build. And then we will uh, jump to Patreon. All right, guys. So I got good news for you. I talked about getting things done and optimizing your campaign. I didn't mention that Optio can also help you build new campaigns. You know, we're we're talking not an automated type of thing, you know, where it says you just click it and it builds it for you. Why the heck would we promote that? I'm talking about Optio can help you improve your campaign, but also help you build new campaigns as well, step-by-step, step, helping you to uh, come up with new ideas. Uh, it might notice that certain keywords are not uh, 
performing as well, or maybe they're performing really well and they deserve their own ad group or possibly their own campaign because you need to dedicate budget to those. I mean, all kinds of complexities come with the optimization and uh, you might end up building new campaigns due to that. So Optio is the tool, guys, uh, to to get these things done. Uh, many, many of our listeners uh, have tried out the tool and really like it. I hear about it all the time with uh, people that I do training with, uh, people that write to us, people that re- leave reviews and, and send us emails. It's a great tool, and especially if you get it for two months for free, eight weeks for free at opteo.com slash PSP2. So, Chris... Things that matter, things that matter a lot to a good Google Ads account, good performance, but they don't matter for the build. They just don't make a big impact on the build. Ad extensions and negative keywords. Now, we're not saying don't do ad extensions. We're just saying, I'll put it this way. Putting a description into a site link versus just a headline on a site link, I don't care about that on a a build. Yeah, I'm with you. It's not that that description that's not even going to show up on anything except for brand. It's not going to change the performance. And look at your click through rate off the bat. Look at your click through rate uh, of 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 site links. Your site link click through rate is going to be point zero one site link click through rate. You know, so in the end, in the scope of things, people don't pay much attention to it at all. So yeah, I, I agree at this point. And I'm matter. also a fan of uh, ad group or site links call outs, structured snippets. I'm very much a fan of putting those at the ad group level oh, eventually, eventually. Once you get traffic okay. on uh, what what you find out, what's going to get the volume, what you find out is important to your advertiser. When you really figure out what topics, what ad groups are going to be the kind of big winners there for you, that's when I like to drill down and make ad group specific ad extensions. Until then, I just throw in some basic ones on the build campaign level. And uh, I don't let though slow me down from getting started. I just throw in some basic ones and we get going. The other thing that slows people down that doesn't slow me down on a lazy build are negative keywords. Chris hit it when he was building out his keywords. You want to get the negative keywords that you actually know you're going to run into. For for me, Chris, that's movers. Uh, If we have a, a keyword like movers Dallas, that movers part of the keyword, you're going to show up on a ton of names like Bob's Movers, uh, one, two, three movers, Dallas moving co. And you're going to just show up on a bunch of competitors. So I like to search Google for competitors, add those names as negatives from the start. Cause I know I'm actually going to be at risk of showing up on those. What you don't need, if you're locked down with broad match modified keywords, you don't need 2000 keyword negative keywords, because the whole point is to protect yourself from the start with those modifiers. And yes, if something with the variants changed and you start showing up on some kind of weird dermatology search versus dermatologist that you have dermatologist modified. Well, then you catch that on the first couple of days and you add dermatology as a negative keyword. So the point should be to protect yourself with your keyword match types, not need a bunch of negative keywords. Use that tool Chris talked about to, to find the ones that you actually will need that you're at risk of showing up on, throw those in there and then start seeing the search terms come through and though that will guide your negative keyword. I, I think that's very well said. Don't use negative keywords to cover your butt for bad keywords. 
right? Don't, don't use the, the exactly. That's such a yeah. that's such a great point. That's a wrong way to go yeah. about it. You, you don't bad. You don't pick bad keywords and then use negative keywords. That is a strategy, but that's not the strategy we're talking about here. I've done stuff like that. Not before. for la- not for get it up and running and not and for a, making money a brand for new build and you want to get money off of it and 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 be able to you know get the the phones ringing. Sure, agencies out there will just throw broad keywords in and 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 do you know. 3,000 negative keywords because uh, it's a strategy, but it's not anything we're going to talk about here. So, Chris, the lazy man uh, slash rich clients build <laughs> instead of lazy man rich build. Client. The, that's how we can promote it. The lazy man slash rich client build. Because it, it, you get up and running, you start getting great traffic, and you and you start making this is, um, you know, if, if you like what we do here, if you appreciate the fact that we spent an hour talking about the secrets of Google ads, you know, support us, support our sponsors, you know, go to optio.com slash PSP2, check them out, sign up. It's free. Sign up for it. Join our Patreon. It's super cheap. It's two bucks a month for basically the same thing everyone gets. It's not two bucks a month for, you know, you get a signed picture of Jason. Like you literally get an extra podcast, you know, where we even talk you know about more stuff. So uh, it's, it, it's great stuff. Support us because Hey, at the end of the day, Jason and I both have families. We're trying to to do this to to help out other people to extend something that we didn't have as we learned. You know, people talking the truth about Google Ads. Oh, whoa! You take a hit. You okay, Chris? Fine hit. COVID? Are you everything good? Because you're you're really landed on thick. I there. am. I am. It's. I mean, are you good? You need some I money. Love you what you know, you built. can always come to me. I'm I'm really mad you didn't even come to me. You're coming to the people before you come to me. You know I'm good no, for it, Chris. I I love what we've built. You didn't, why didn't Why didn't you do our usual? Hey, it's two bucks. Yeah. Okay, you want me to? Cha- okay, you're right. You're right. Listen, you freaking cheapos. You just spent seven dollars on on coffee. You daggum jerks, and you listen to us men who have starving children. You're listening to us for free. That's it. I'm done. That's it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go somewhere where people matter, where they pay us two bucks, Jason. Thank you.